Hey. Hello. Hey. Jake, not here. I asked him, what are you going to do about it? I am French. I found that if I meditate long enough, I will have a better day. Oh, yes. I found out if I fought, I have a better day. And oh, boy. I am a French terrorist. I, I am I, a... Oh, God. I fought when I go with me. Oh, man. Man. Oh, man. Look, man. There's too much farting going on here, man. Every time we get together, there's a lot of farts. And I'm uh, quite frankly, I've had it up to here. I'll just get over it. You weak, un-American piece of garbage. You Americans are weak. You do not fart enough. No, we don't. This is Santa Claus. <laughs> And I've been giving you son of a bitch's gifts for years. And you don't say thank you ever. I Fuck like you all, you're all getting snails. cold. I like to eat my snails and pots. Alright, what the fuck are we doing? This is the uh, Shooting the Bits podcast. I'm Window. <laughs> I'm Jay. <laughs> and I don't know what the hell we're doing. We're just having a lot of fun, that's all. So first, on, first, first, first and foremost, the abs one again. Beat the king's ass. Hey, um, hey, French tourists, sit back there and shut up. Nobody, nobody cares about your going. You know, none of you care about your gas over there. I don't shut care. Up. I'm going. I don't care. I'm going to say it. I don't care for shit. I've been watching uh, professional chick skateboarders tournaments on YouTube, and it is really hot, dude. Seeing chicks rock skate, but not the young ones. There's like 12 year olds in this. I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm like, holy shit! I thought I was good when I was like 13. Hell no, I wasn't. This, these bitches are fucking awesome. But the ones that are like, you know, in their 20s, you know, like adults, they're so hot. Oh my god! Holy shit! I bet. Yeah, totally, totally. Dude, I had, I, I had a day off yesterday, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna rock the, you know, the fireplace, you know, and be mellow with the lady because she had the day off, too. So it was kind of like a Saturday for us. And um, I turned on the fireplace thingy, and the key didn't work. And I actually broke the key in half. And I'm like, what the fuck? And, and I, like, I, I had somebody come over from maintenance to check it out and whatnot. And they're like, yeah, like, no matter what you turn it, it still doesn't go off. So I had to burn, like, five pieces of logs through the whole day for someone to finally get out here just to cut a big ass hole in my wall and turn it off manually. So now I got a big hole in my wall. And you know what the dumbass did is took the drywall with him. So I can't even like patch it back together myself. It's just, like what a dummy. Good. That's, that's, that's what they do, man. Yeah. Yeah. They try to fucking put it up your butt. Yeah. All right. So you want to get to the Q and A's? Yeah, get to the Q&A. These ones are simple ones. Um, okay, so let me tee these up here. All right, what shirt are you wearing? What shirt am I wearing? I'm wearing, a, uh, my, I'm wearing a sweatshirt that my mother and father gave me when they went to uh, on vacation. Nice, nice. What does it say on it? What does it say on it? 
Um, it says <laughs> California uh, uh, at this since 1886. And nice. Corona. Corona exists since 1886. California. I am rocking um, one of those violent gentlemen chain reaction shirts. Chain reaction was, um, well, still is. Uh, you know Chain Reaction, right? In Anaheim? Yeah. yeah. Small little, like, venue. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, like, they were already having some tough times before COVID hit, and then when COVID hit, it really kicked their kicked them in the nuts. So Violent Gentlemen, which is a hockey brand owned by George Peros, who is an ex-Duck fan, Kingslayer, um, he, uh, like, they basically, like, put a bunch of shirts on sale to, like, raise funds to keep the venue alive, which is so cool, man. That That's, like, my stomping grounds, yo. Like, when I was a teenager playing shows and stuff, like, I, I would not only play shows there, but I would save my lunch money to see bands I didn't even know who they were. Like, that's, like, just my stomping grounds. So it's, it's cool that, like, a hockey-based kind of brand is trying to help out a small little punk rock venue in Anaheim, California. Super fucking cool. Yeah, they, they, I wish I wish we could do help help out, but we barely help ourselves. Well, that was the thing is like that's like like my my wife six, <laughs> your niece like she uh she bought the shirt for that reason, not just to have the shirt, but because the proceeds go to Chain Reaction. So that's that's cool. Yeah, it's way cool. All right, so let's move on to the next question. Um, we got. What's the saying you say a lot? Huh. Yo. I don't know if that's a saying. No, I don't know. I don't know what saying I say a lot. I mean, I really don't. Yo, dog. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. There's a lot. I have a lot of them, but they're all like really relative towards the whatever you're talking about. All right, you discover a beautiful island upon which you may build your own society. You make the rules. What is the first rule you put into place? Free love. Uh, you have to be courteous. Like you can go to jail for not being courteous. <laughs> I say free love because of the fact that they, well that means that well that implies that you're just gonna fuck everyone. No, not just that though. Free love also means to love everybody. Everybody loves everybody in this community. Nobody, nobody. We all help each other. We grow. If I grow tomatoes and my neighbor grows cucumbers, we put them together to make a beat, make something for for all of us. You know, it's love for everybody. You know. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, because, you know, but but then again, the whole the whole humping of everybody, I think that would be, especially if the whole island is nothing but females and I'm the only guy. Awesome. All right, this one's going to be fun. Have you, <clears throat> you have been given the opportunity to create a half-hour TV show of your own design. What is it called and what's the premise? This is all you, dog. Obviously, I'm the filmmaker here. But you're a writer. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you take the reins on this one. Um, you know what? Half hour okay. TV show. Half hour. You got to think about that. Half hour TV show. 
It's not a movie. I, I actually like one of the ideas that you came up with, though. Crocodile Bundy. And yeah. Crocodile Bundy is a guy is a guy from Australia who is hired by the United States government to take out um, certain targets that that the United States government wants to eliminate. It's but so fucking it's it, it's so fucking funny, dude. It's, it's hilarious. Because the fact that Crocodile Bundy has been dealing with crocodiles, he they figure, oh well, he's dealing with crocodiles, and they're pretty vicious. Well, let's just let's just throw him in the mix and see if he can go out and take out some terrorists, take out some targets that we need, you know? Yeah, exactly. And Matthew McConaughey would be the perfect Crocodile Bundy. Yes, definitely. And I think it would be funny. I think it would be one of those things you have to smoke, you have to be high to watch, and you'll be laughing so hard that you will wet the bed, wet the couch that you're sitting on. Not not only just because it rhymes with Dundee, but Crocodile Bundy is because Bundy, like Al Bundy from <laughs> Married with Children, and yeah, yeah. Ted and Ted Bundy, the real actual murderer. They are yeah, actually so, brothers in this fake universe we made up, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so, that's why he's called Crocodile Bundy. Not just because it like rhymes with Dundee, but it's also because <laughs> that's the first person that sparked him back into helping, you know, the CIA or whoever track down all these killers. And then we have all these fictional slash real killers in the story. It's just that's that's just so hysterical, dude. Yeah, and I and I always thought that the first one would have to be Donald Hump because I mean, well, the first one has to be the Bundy brothers. Oh yeah, and then the second one would be would be Donald Hump because I mean Donald Hump is he just he just wants to get a little bit on your leg. Donald Hump, like Trump? Yeah, but I called him Donald Hump. Yeah, I think we could do better. I think so too, but he doesn't need any more limelight. I know. I know. O.J. Winston. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that would be. I think it would be. Uh, I think people would would love to watch it. All right, let's move on here. Um, let me go to number seven here. You can flip a switch that will wipe any band or musical artist off the earth. Which band? Uh, I mean, I guess Nickelback. I don't know. In sync. Yeah, in sync. Yeah, boy band will be. Yeah, I don't need to hear any of that. Actually, you know what? Like, I could tolerate that sh- those those bands more than I can tolerate country. I just don't like country music. Oh, Y'all going come down about back my truck going have my tall can. I, I, okay, I, I think we both can. I think we can both agree with it. Billy Ray Cyrus. Absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah, he's good. He's Gene the Point. If I make you make your heart one more time, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> oh, achy breaky heart. Why did you have to reinstill that into my head? Damn. <laughs> All right. I call it breaky fart. <laughs> All right. Uh, you accidentally ate radioactive vegetables. They were good. And what's even cooler is that they endow you with the superpower of your choice. What's it going to be? Why would you ha- – why is – that's the setup to this question. Just just say what the hell superpower do you want. Like why do you have to like involve vegetables? I don't know, fucking Popeye? 
where my forearms get healed from spinach. <laughs> I actually would want to be a male version of well, I don't want to be Storm, have Storm power, power of, of Storm from X-Men, or Wolverine, because Wolverine regenerates. Or, then again, Deadpool would be awesome, too, because he's... Deadpool, because Deadpool doesn't ever die. He dies for... Well, he he dies for a short time and then comes back. So he, he can never really die permanently. So it has to be Deadpool. I think the I think the coolest superpower ever would be to have the ability to give somebody that has passed away twenty four hours alive again, and they get to do whatever they want for those twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. That I think that be- I think that would be the, one of the coolest fucking things. I don't know why it's twenty four hours is like the limit or whatever. I'm just saying that like maybe the that's the limit because it's life is precious. You know, yeah. and if you if you have a foresight of what's going to happen to you in your life, knowing that you got one day, what what are you going to do? And to give someone that gift would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I. I all right, I, we're getting all we're getting all existential and gnarly here. Okay, let's move on here. Okay, so ready? The yeah. constant. Absorption of magical moonbeams mixed with radioactive vegetables that you consumed earlier have given you the ability to resurrect the dead. Wow, this is really weird. I did not read this before we had that last one. Giving you the ability to resurrect the dead, famous person of your choice. So, which late celebrity would you bring back to life? Oh, man. Ah, there's a. I mean, Michael Jackson comes to mind right away. Um, Right. Prince, uh, Prince, Prince Michael Jackson, um, Tiny, the 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 guy who was um, the guy who just passed away. Um, he was in uh, Robin Williams, man. Yeah, who's the the black guy who was in uh, Friday? And the guy who oh Debo, I don't know his name name, but his Debo. Yeah, Debo. I I bring him back. Yeah. Benny Mac. Alfred Hitchcock would be a very interesting one. Oh, yeah. Einstein. All right, let's move on. All right, name the top five things to take with you during a zombie outbreak. Top five things. Oh, man. Um, What's that? Food. Yeah, but so how are you going to do the food? Like, I mean, this is a very specific question. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to. Obviously, food would be an obvious consideration. Um, food would have to be one. You'd have to with with ammo. Would have to be two. Yeah, I'd probably probably get a million like granola bars. Yeah, yeah. You I have would, to have something that can't be that can't be refrigerated. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would get. I would get like other Snickers bars or granola bars. Snickers or... bars. <laughs> you, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I would be running semi. Eating it and running, I would. I'd be burning off the calories. Food and food and water. Okay, like those are those are obvious ones. Okay, so those two. So what's the other three? Sniper rifle with with ammo. Yeah, you're gonna run out though at a certain point. 
Yeah, I'd probably go with more like a machete or something like that because I can reuse it. Well, I would want, I want a, no, I would want a fireman's axe. And it shows you that I've been playing Daisy way too much. Fireman's axe, so it's a melee weapon. Um, car. Yeah, you know, a van would probably be the best thing. And then you can just, like... I don't know, like, no, no, a if, it's a zombie, if it's a zombie apocalypse, like, why not just grab, like, some crates and nail them to the windows so that nothing can get in the inside of the van? No, I would do a bus, and then you just you pull out all the seats, and you you nail nail all, nail all the windows so they can't, nothing can come in, nail the back door, make the nails in the front door, make it so nothing can get in. And basically, you can live in it, you can use it to shoot from, and you can use it to store all your crap. All right, cool. Cool. I don't, I've been playing Daisy way too much. All right, next question. How would you quickly dispose of a dead body in a hotel room? Quickly dispose. I would. I mean, if the vent was big enough, you know, kind of like Die Hard when he's in the vent. If you could fit the body in the vent. Well, this is like serial killer questions. <laughs> um, I mean, okay. like, how else would you do it, right? The only problem with putting it in the vent, because I think that's probably the best place to put it. Um, you could burn it. But you, if I would have no, you can. Yeah. And it'll, it'll smell the joint up big. It'll already be smelling. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's like if you turn on the air conditioner or whatever, like you, the vents would be blowing air out of the vents. So if it did fit in the vent, it'd be blowing the stink out. But I think it would give you a little more time. I guess if if you want to get really sadistic, like I guess stage it like somebody drowned while taking a bath and just leave it in the bathtub. Yeah, you could cut it up and, and put pieces of yeah, different pieces. That's too much work. <laughs> Yeah, you cut up the arms, you cut up the legs, cut up the head, and you can take the torso and put it somewhere and wrap it in something and put it somewhere. But the legs is in another location, the arms in another location, and the head in another location. I mean, you can even put the, the head on your hand and say, and to say I'm just, uh, I'm just doing Hamlet. Well, now that we both sound like psychopaths, I'm going to go to the next question. <laughs> yep. If you were a student from Hogwarts, which teacher would you rather have from Choices Given? Um, I'm not a Harry Potter guy, so I don't really know. Um, I've seen the Harry Potter movies. Um, they weren't all that great. And it's just, it's just stupid. Um, I would say the guy who passed away who played, um, I forgot, I forgot what character he was, but the guy who played in Die Hard, he played the bad guy in Die Hard. He played, uh, Hans. He played a teacher. Oh, yeah, Alan, Alan Rickman? Yeah, the character he played in Harry Potter. I'd like to have him as a teacher. 
Freddy yeah, Krueger. Yeah, he passed away, unfortunately. That guy was such a good actor. And you know what's crazy is, like, I'm not sure exactly how old he was, but um, Die Hard was, like, his first major role, and he was already, like, in his 40s. So he didn't, like, he didn't hit acting gigs until later in life, which is kind of crazy. So it's like, hey, kids, you listening, never fucking give up. Well, wait a second. Are you sure that was his first acting gig? Because what... I don't know that it was his first acting gig, but it was his first major role. Well, what about, um, what about that movie, um, Quickly Down Under? I'm not sure, but that, that, that's, that's what kicked his career off, man. Because uh, Quincy Downer yeah, had sure. a bad guy in it. He was the bad guy. Um, let me see here. Because I, I love that movie. I own it. That's a really great movie. He played the Australian, the, the Australian guy who was killing um, Aborigines. All right. Let's see here. We... Yeah, he he had uh, quite a few movies. He started in in '78 with um, Romeo and Juliet, which was a TV movie, and then another TV, another TV, another TV, another TV, another TV. Weatherby TV commentator, uncredited, another TV series, another TV series. So yeah, Die Hard was his first movie in 1988. Everything oh. he did before everything he did before that was all TV stuff. Oh, well, may he rest in peace, though, man. I mean, it's... Yeah, no doubt. We lost a really, really good talent with that guy. Yeah, we also lost some great talent when the guy from uh, um, that movie... The movie with Tom Hanks, the one that he plays a jail... a jail... a jail... a jail... a in a prison... Uh, oh, the Green Mile? Yeah, yeah, Green Mile. The, the black guy who played the, the guy with power. Michael, right. he, when he died, he was um, another, was another Michael, really great guy. That's Michael Clark Duncan, I think, right? Yeah, and he was another great actor, man. He was he was in Two and a Half Men. He was in a couple other things, but, I mean, he was, he was awesome, man. He was an awesome yeah. actor. We've had a really tough last, like, five years. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, if you were called on to be a government spy, where would you least like to serve? Where would you most like to serve? That's an odd question. I'd like to least like to serve in Afghanistan. I would agree with you on that, and I would probably most like to serve in Canada. England. I I, I would totally go Canada. Because I don't think there'd be a lot of work to do. I would love England because of the fact that it, it, it's very interesting there. All right, moving on. What historical figure would you like to have a chat with? That We kind of had this question earlier, but one person to talk to, historical figure. So they have to be someone who's passed away that you, have not, that you have not met. George Washington, though, right? Isn't that story? I don't know, man. He's a slave owner. I don't really want to talk to a slave owner. <laughs> there's, there's, two, there's two reasons why. Well, no, actually, he was a slave owner, but he did something that 
not a, none of, not a lot of, as far as I know, none of the other ones did. He gave his slaves his property, pieces of his property when he passed away. He well, left. you can you can try and justify slavery all you want because I, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you dumbass. <laughs> one reason is because he was... Slaves are bad. You shouldn't have slaves. I don't give a fuck what year it is. I don't care. I don't care. Slaves are wrong. Fucking dumb. a family member. I, that's great. That's great. I, break, I bet he whipped them, too. That's fucking just great. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. But another well, lesson would be... All right, then, then if, I, if you think that's stupid, then here's another one that I think is stupid, then. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, he sucks too, man. He had slaves too. He actually set the slaves free. He wrote in the Bill of Rights for slave for abolish slavery. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Is I, I I well, not only is the ignorance of our country uh, when you're growing up, going to middle school and high school and everything, history class, it kind of touches on slavery stuff, but not really. So they kind of hide it and sweep it under the rug kind of shit. But, like, it's just, I, ugh. It's, ugh. Slavery is wrong, and the way that people, the way that people that are not white being treated now is just wrong. And it, it's just, it's, it, I, I think that, I think this whole racism thing needs to go away. It it's just, it's just, it just doesn't, like, it, I, I don't know. It, it's just, it's so ignorant and dumb, and if we were all blind and not have eyeballs, we couldn't see anyone. None of us could see. It wouldn't exist. That's how superficial and fucking dumb it is. Yeah, it absolutely is stupid. And and I think I think that I think people who treat somebody because of the color of their skin different, I think those people should never be allowed to have children because they're going to teach their children the same way. And I think it's stupid. All right. This is the inside, not the outside. Right there with you. But this is a comedy podcast. Let's lighten the room up a little bit. Moving on. All right. Um, Do you find pets friendlier than humans? Uh, Yeah, I think right now it's for sure. Because... A, a lot of dogs don't know what in the hell COVID is, and humans, I think, are stressed the fuck out. So they're acting more on edge. I think dog. I think animals are a lot better than humans because, and the humans are so terrified. They go to so stupid lengths, and some just don't give a crap. Some people, some people are so stupid they don't. They're like. They don't. Some of them don't believe that it exists, and so they go out and they party, and they and they're like, "You guys are idiots, man. Humans are just dumb." I don't get it. Yeah, no, I get you. And if you can tell a dog anything, he will never tell anybody else. I think that as as somebody that overthinks fucking everything, um. I think a lot of animals, as long as they're sweethearts and we're kind of brought up right, you know, um, they're companions. I mean, that's why we have dogs that will accompany you on an airplane ride 
you know, for your stress, you know, they're stress dogs or whatever they're called, you know. But I, I think that, that, like, when you're a human, you overthink everything, and a, an animal doesn't have the brain capacity to do that. I mean, maybe dolphins and pigs are smart, like four-year-olds, but still not the same as, like, an, a human that overthinks everything. So it's nice to have, like, a companion like that that doesn't judge you for anything, you know. Um, all right. What is your least favorite mode of transportation? Um, I don't think I actually have one. Well, yeah, actually, boat. I guess like you could. I guess like a canoe because it can like flip over easy. Yeah, I I think like a small boat. Like like yeah, like a like a canoe or a small. Because I like it. I like being like on a yacht or a ship or whatever. That's dope. But yeah, I, I like I like yes. And I, I like like planes are kind of scary, but at the same time, like you have a bigger chance of getting in a car accident than getting in a plane crash, so they're not that scary. But um, but also uh, trains are pretty cool because really it's, it's it's like a hotel room that's moving on wheels. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And they've got all the luxuries. They've got. They've got bathrooms, they've got showers, they've got places to sleep, they've got food compartments, they have entertainment compartments. You can look outside and watch the world go by as the train is going. It's, yeah, it's really a lot of fun. All right, which day do you think the start of the week is, Sunday or Monday? Monday. In the COVID world, who's, who the hell knows? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. All right. Have you seen? Have you have you have seven dollars and five minutes at the grocery store? What do you buy? I would buy a tall can and probably uh, something with carbs, like uh, potato chips or something like that. Yeah, a uh, 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 a beer and Snickers. All right. There you go. I'm addicted to Snickers. I don't know why. What's that? I'm addicted to Snickers. I'm a fat guy. I don't care. Get over it. All right. If you could explore anything Indiana Jones slash Laura Croft style, where would you go first? Indiana Jones. Laura Croft is Indiana Jones, but a female version. It's like basically a copy of Indiana Jones, but with a girl. Yeah, basically. Except for she doesn't use a whip; she uses guns. Um, Still cool, but yeah. I would, yeah, I would have to say Indiana Jones. All right. Why do people expect the universe full of randomness to be fair? Okay, that's a really weird question. Why do people expect a universe full of randomness to be fair? Uh, I don't know. Be, I'd probably some sort of like higher power faith, religion or whatever. Like so, that's why I think it should be fair because they're praying or doing what God wants you to do or something like that. I guess I don't know. I have no idea. That's a weird question. <laughs> that's yeah. That's one of those questions you go, huh? All right. So, will humans spread out among the stars or just be a brief blip in Earth's history? That's another weird question. I think they're going to be just a small blimp in, in history. 
Okay, so let's move on to the next one. Tomorrow is the end of humanity. What destroys us? Dude, I would think, like, nuclear bombs or some shit like that, where it just fucking takes out so much shit at once. Or COVID. (laughs) No, I think the Earth splits in two, and people just fall into into space and die. Oh, that's kind of nuts. What would cause the Earth to split in two? Um, The ozone layer has been completely wiped out, and there's too much pressure. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's causing too much pressure toward Earth, and it, Earth just splits in two. So basically, a giant, dynamic like earthquake. Yeah, basically, but it, but in space, it starts in space, and it, the earthquake starts in space, and it goes all the way, all the way around the center of Earth, and it just, it just, it, it falls, it falls open like, like two, like two top, like two uh, spinning tops. On the mm. belly. Mm. Yep. Gotcha. All right, let's go on. Um, can insanity can insanity bring about more creativity? All right, this is a good question. I really like this one. Um, the thing about uh, the idea of being perfect, let's say, okay, as a human. If you're perfect, um, I feel like the struggle when you're a creative person, whether it's writing, you know, uh, street art, music, filmmaking, whatever it is, I think the struggle and a lot of struggle can bring you insanity. I think that that really translates into your work as an artist. And I feel like the work is, better and better than it would be if you were just perfect you know what i mean i don't how how could you have the same type of input without the struggle of like like having people like understand like how difficult things are in life and you articulating that in whatever artistic medium that you're doing it in i think that that's it's not it has to be sanity you can't be perfect and do something like it 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 has to come within. It has to be both perfectness and struggle to get to combine together to build to make to, to, because they work together in harmony. And because when you when you when you're when you're writing or you're doing some form of art, those two together, what they do is they they work in harmony with each other. So they give you the benefit of both sides of a coin so you can look at it you can you can really think it's not perfect but it's not it's not complete like it's it's insanity but perfect insanity kind of thing well that's the that that's the that's the thing too is that like if you have some sort of you know talent in any medium and you have experienced loss or tragedy or whatnot and other people in the world that don't have your talent, they can still consume it by watching or listening to your song or looking at your art, or they can they can find a relatability to it, you know, that you're comforting people that you may never even meet in your entire life, you know, and that's the beauty of it is that you're helping people that you don't even know. And, I mean, what yeah. better way to be a human being than to help other people, right? 
that you could you could create a masterpiece and and somebody could go and watch it and they could have just lost a loved one and they went to, to they only went because they wanted to be cheer, cheered up and it will touch them in a way that will make them happy but make them sad at the same time and well I mean well the, it's it's not just even that for sure it's that but it's not just that it's, it's just the loneliness feeling you know like when you can really get immersed into a story and feel like holy shit like there's other people that are going through what I'm going through and I've been feeling so lonely and like no one knows what I'm going through holy shit there is someone that does and they did it in a way that entertained me and brought me laughs and you know yeah I may have cried it may be a hard movie to watch or maybe hardcore or whatnot but it's art that is helping me you know yeah. All right, let's move on. All right. <clears throat> Can you describe your life with a six-word sentence? Oh, shit. Um, oh, my God, my life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> my shit's going to get all existential and there's going to be love in there and, yeah, uh, Love is the only way to live your life. I don't know. Let's move on. All right. Never have I danced in the rain. Oh, yeah. I fucking danced in the rain. Did you ever do that shit? Yes. But with my ex. All right. Never have I wondered who or what I was in my past life. All right. So let's put our belief systems aside. If if it is if it, it's possible that we were other persons before our lives, Let's just, this is hypothetical, like it's almost like playing a video game, right? So, never have I ever wondered who or what was in my past life. So, your past life, you. I feel like I was probably a chick. <laughs> just because I'm like very nurturing, like, I don't know, like, I'm very much a dude. I think I, think I was... I think I was related to Genghis Khan because I'm so angry all the time, and I've got this mm-hmm. destructive ability that why I want to, I want to, I want to hurt everything that comes around me, and when it, you know, pisses me off, I just want to kill him, you know. And Genghis Khan was that kind of a guy, you know. Very, very fascinating dude and very intelligent dude, but very aggressive dude. All right, here's the next one. Never have I sleepwalked. Uh, I don't. I don't think I ever have. I don't think I ever have either. That's kind of a weird thing. God help my family if I ever did. I, I do. That's. I wonder if there's a documentary about sleepwalking because that would be a fascinating subject matter. Just the psychology that goes on in your brain when that's happening. You know what I mean? Like, be it like. What is going on? Are you literally like is your is 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 your body like moving in tune with a dream you're having and you're getting out of bed or is it repetition of getting out of bed and walking around your own house, you know where everything is? Because you're not conscious of what you're doing. So I've heard that some sleepwalkers even go outside. There's my problem altogether, because I see naked, if I sleepwalking and I walk outside, oh God. That's it's fucking cool. gross. I know, I know, man. And the whole neighborhood would have to see it because they they would all go like, 
oh crap, he's sleepwalking, and he's naked. <laughs> oh God, that would be that would be very bad. I'm glad I never sleepwalk. I'm really glad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, never have. I've heard of people sleepwalking. Now, I, have, I think I know somebody who sleepwalks, used to sleepwalk, but I don't know what's going on in your brain. All right, next one. All right. Um, never have I ate a lot after a jog. That's a stupid question. Next. Um, never have I had a bad haircut. Of course I have. I had this dude. When I was like like 15, I had my spiky hair, 90s, you know, skateboarder dude looking shit with sideburns. And the dude cut him at like the top of my ear. And it, I, I looked like Forrest Gump. It was terrible. I was so mad. And, in, and to, to add insult to injury, the dude was shaving my neck. And I had like, <laughs> this is the 90s, mind you. I had puka shells. And it was like with like a like a fishing string that held the, the beads together and everything. And he cut that shit with the with the clippers. So not only did he cut off my sideburns, had a sideways like I had like a flat top. It wasn't even spiky hair. I'm like, dude, I don't want a flat top. Like, I just dude, just have it spiky. Like, you know, like what the hell? You know, and, grandma, grandma did something to my the other uh, uh, couple of years when she shaved it. You know how you know how some of the the Asians the the Asian um, they shave their children they put their children's hair where they cut the front just the front of it and they leave like a lot of hair on the from the middle back. Grandma cut my hair from the from the front to the middle all the way to my skin and then the rest of it all all hairy on the back. I look so terrible. <laughs> It was just—I have a picture too. It looks so dumb. Oh my Ugh. god! All right, next question. Never have I sat in the back of a police car. I have uh, twice. I have I've done it I twice. Have, I have a couple times. All right, what's yours? Um, when I got arrested for pay theft, when I was eighteen. Did you actually do that? Did you? Was it yeah. was it your fault? Yeah. Oh, oh, you dumbass! <laughs> How old were you? Eighteen. Okay. So that was years and years ago. Yeah. And I got put in the back of a police car. I don't remember. There's been so many. There's been quite a few. Somebody that I can't mention. Okay. So the first time I was. This was when I was like 16, and it was when I was sponsored for skateboarding. And my cousin and I, we were in San Diego because every year my dad's side of the family would go to San Diego uh, in San Alejo Beach and camp for like two weeks. And my cousin and I were both skaters, so we were skateboarding. And my other cousin, he had broken open this like tennis court across the street from where our campsites were and because the thing with tennis courts you can do what's called a power slide which is where like you go sideways on the on the skateboard and you just like go sliding it's it's, it's really fun to do when you have a cool surface that's why we we did it but yeah we did break into it cops came 
cops were not nice at all, dude. I like I was getting yelled at in the face, and like spit was hitting my cheeks. It was annoying, and uh, they scared the shit out of us. They put us all in handcuffs in the back of the seat, drove us back to the campsites. We got citations and our skateboards taken away from us, but that was it. So we didn't really get that much trouble, but it was so annoying, dude. It was so annoying. It wasn't. A, it, it's not okay to like trespass and break open the gate. That was our bad for sure. But at the same time, the way we were treated was kind of gnarly. The second time. I was in the back of a cop car. I was with my cousin Buzz and my wife Six, and uh, we uh, we were out at like four in the morning at Eisenhower Park in Orange County. Remember that park? Yeah, I had my duck there. You what? I had my duck there. Okay. And um. So we uh, we were at we were because we were at we were all in a band together at the time. We were practicing at, at Jay's place in Whittier, and then we drove back and we were gonna stay at my house. But we were like, hey, like we were like wide awake. We're kids, man. We weren't even drinking or doing anything. We were sober as hell. But we just went to the to the park and some like crawled up a tree, and me and Jay were just talking and. Uh, all of a sudden, cops were there, and they just they they couldn't believe that we were sober. You know, they, they like the the there's one shit cop that was super super nice, and then there was like a rookie cop that was like that's a negative. And he's like, "Where's your street?" And I'm like, "It's Main Street. It's down this. It's like up the hill over here." He's like, "That's a negative." I'm like, "No, dude. I'm not talking about Main Street and like Old Town Orange. I'm talking about Main Street, the, the side street right up the hill here, dude." And he was such a dick. But it was hilarious, though, because our friend Ty, you remember Ty, right? Yeah, I remember Ty. Okay, so he was getting married. So we bought him edible underwear for, like, a gag gift, you know, for his, like, bachelor party or whatever. <laughs> and the, the cop's like, why do you have a Bible next to edible underwear? Man, <laughs> but yeah, the the chick cop was was super cool though. She's like, I gotta handcuff you. I'm sorry, but I gotta do that. And then she drove me up the street on Main Street, and then she told my mom she was all she's like, don't be mad at him. He wasn't doing alcohol or drugs or anything. He was just a kid out late, like you know. And then I talked to my mom for like an hour after that, and we just yeah, we had a good time. It's yeah. super cool, man. Super 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 cool, man. Yeah, I miss your mom, man. I do, too. I do, too. All right, let's rock on to the next one. All right. Um, uh, let's see. Who is most likely to die of something stupid? Probably you. Me. Definitely me. Yeah, you, you yeah you you probably be like like the the train is coming and you're like I could beat it I could beat the train I could do it then you floor it and then you get hit by the train. <laughs> yeah, I've already almost got hit by a train and it, it it did scare the heck out of me. All right, who is most likely to meet a ghost? All right, have you had any ghosts or like supernatural or like things you can't explain experiences 
himself ever. See, I've had him. I had him a lot growing up, dude. But here's the thing. I lived the house that my dad had. I would go every other weekend after my parents separated. There was old. It was a really, really old house, dude. So there's always like things that sound weird when you have a really old house, you know. Yeah, but there was a lot of weird things I couldn't explain with that house, man. Like, like having the same dreams as my my two brothers. Like, we all saw like the same silhouette and tripped out. Like, and just hearing like people walking on the attic and like you can't even walk on the attic. Like, and there was no way that any animals could have gotten in there. Like, it was just, the house was, like, it made a lot of noises that I can't really explain. I don't know. You kind of just got used to it. Yeah, but a supernatural doesn't always mean, just means un, unexplained. If I, mean, they, I don't know what they, I don't know what it was that was causing these noises and, and stuff, but if it was, quote-unquote, ghosts or something, they were nice ones. <laughs> they were cool. Because I didn't get scared at any point in time, you know. It was, it was, probably, it was probably an animal or something. I mean, probably, yeah. Because out, out of that whole thing of ghosts haunting us, I, I never. Would you go on a mission to space, man? Yeah. You would? Yeah. I don't know that I would, man. I feel like I'm not supposed to. I know this is gonna sound gross. But I want to be, be one of the guys who pisses on Mars. You're oh, a I wanna, weirdo. I want to go to the moon and, and take a leak on, on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see if the pee goes upwards. That's, that, that's my whole idea. Because I think in space, <laughs> if you were to take a leak, I don't think it would fall to the ground. I think it would fly into space because there's no gravity. So And urine would just <laughs> keep going. Oh. <laughs> could be worse. I could take a dump. Hey, man, as long as you're motivated. Guess it doesn't yeah. matter what motivation is. All right. Who is most likely to eat a bug? I've, Dude, I ate a cricket for 50 bucks once. I would eat a bug. They're actually, they're I don't. I wouldn't want to eat a bug now, not just because it's gross, because but just because I don't. I don't like killing things, but yeah. I would want to eat a, a scorpion from China, because they 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 take it and they they like make it spicy and they put it on a stick and you you eat it. It looks it looks it looks like it would be something I could tell people. Oh yeah, you, I tried that. You know, it was go. It was okay. It was. It was crunchy or whatever. <laughs> All right. Who is most likely to help a thief escape? Me. It depends on what – yeah, probably you, but it depends on what, what they did, though. If it was, like, for weed, I'm like, that's not even a crime, really. So, like, come on. But if it was, like, you know, I raped someone, like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick your ass. Oh, yeah. But if it's, if it's money, if he, if, he, if he stole money – I would, I'd, I'd have them escape. When, when you poop at home, do you drop your pants around your ankles or take them all the way off? 
Uh, it depends on how cold it is. If it's like cold, then I'll like yeah, I'll have them on my like knees. But if, if it's if, if yeah, if it's not cold, then I, it doesn't matter. I'm almost always naked. That's disgusting. <laughs> well, you asked. I didn't ask this fucking thing. Asked. <laughs> well, you asked, so I answered. What can you talk about for hours? Oh, that's easy for us filmmaking. Yeah. All right. Power Rangers. Which execution method method do you believe is the most interesting in history? Uh, execution method. I think. Sure. You said liquid chair. I think it's very fascinating because there's been people who have been shocked four times and survived, and were then were taken off death row, but they were so messed up that they just said, we shot this guy four times, we can't kill him. We've messed up four times. And they they put him, they gave him a life sentence instead. They converted him. And I just think it's interesting how electricity will affect your body. Yeah. The guy in California who was sent to the electric chair, he shocked him, I think it was four times, and he was so mentally messed up afterwards, they they converted his sentence to life imprisonment because they felt, I think, because they messed up so badly. That's, That's crazy. All right, let's move on. That was, that was an early one. Um, have you ever caught something on fire while you were cooking? All right. <laughs> okay, so when I was still, when I was still eating dairy, I uh, did hard-boiled eggs, and uh, this was, like, probably six, seven years ago. And I was doing hard-boiled eggs. I had a beer, laid on the couch, fell asleep, and woke up a couple hours later, and it smelled like a a giant fart in the house. (laughs) And, dude, all the water in the pot was gone, and the eggs exploded all over the kitchen, the ceiling, everything. <laughs> I think I, I think I had the same. I think I had a similar experience, but I also did a pizza, and I burned it to a crisp. It was so black that it looked like it was on fire. At one point. Uh, what is something you refuse to share? Uh. Uh, I don't have anything that I've refused to share. I'd be willing to share almost anything. Pretty much everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, some of these questions are weird. The thing is, is I have nobody to share them with. So, who do you know that really reminds you of a character in a TV show or a movie? You kind of remind me of like an Adam and Adam Sandler kind of kind of guy, like from like Happy Gilmore or whatever. Uncle Bob kind of reminds me of uh, the the guy who played the sergeant um, from um, oh my God, he was he he. Bro, these 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 chicks skateboarders are still on my TV right now. I'm very turned on. What was that? What was that? That military movie 
where the guy the guy was teased so badly and and beaten up in the, in boot camp that he killed his, his commanding officer and then killed himself. He shot himself. in the army now. No, no, <laughs> this was this was uh, this was way after that. It was, it was, then they went to they went to to Vietnam and were fighting in Vietnam. But that guy reminds me of, of Uncle Bob, seriously. Mm, same kind exactly. of attitude, you know. Same kind of attitude, you know. Like, like. Are you talking about Apocalypse now? No, no. Um, the 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 guy the guy who played the be- the guy who killed himself um, had the rifle. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. A full metal jacket. It was oh, okay. The guy who played Dan Kubrick. Is that the guy who played the commanding the commanding officer? No, Stanley Kubrick. It was the director. I know. I'm talking about the guy in the movie who was supposed to be the drill sergeant. Yeah, no, I know. Dad. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he reminds me of Uncle Bob. Seriously, I can I can see that. I can totally see that. Yeah, same kind of attitude. You know. What part of the kids' movie completely scared you? Uh, dude, I got a couple that come to mind. E.T., when E.T.'s, like, in, like, the bathroom, when the mom finally learns about E.T., and E.T.'s all, like, white, and, like, help! Like, E.T.'s, <laughs> like, e. like, dying. That That shit was scary. I think Little Monsters, the first, the first introduction of Maurice. Or in uh, Short Circuit Two, when when Johnny Five gets the shit kicked out of him. Like yeah. They, they beat the holy fuck out of him, and he's like has battery fluid, looks like blood all over him. Yeah. That was that was kind of scary. Just as a kid, like when I watch it now, I'm just like, it's a robot. We'll fix him. <laughs> but as a kid, I'm like, no, Johnny. Yeah, I think I think more the introduction the introduction of Maurice was kind of scary because he was he looked so freakish. He was, all right, what we got? All right, we are, we, dude, we're down to our last two minutes. All right, okay. so if you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? For me, it was pro- pro- probably putting up street art. Love machine. I, that's probably what I would get arrested for. Indecent exposure. <laughs> okay, one of us is not creeper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't help it. Fuck! Wow. This has been an episode. We got we got fifty more questions to go for the next one, so. But we're going to call it quits on here because we are down to our last 30 seconds. But uh, thanks for tuning in to uh, the uh, Shooting the Bits podcast. I'm Wizzo. I'm Jay. Party on. All right. Take it easy. Peace.